It's live? We are live. <laughs> All right, you ready? Yeah. You want me to start or you want to start? I'll start. Okay, you go. Okay. Welcome to the podcast where we sometimes talk about fitness, but we always talk about nothing. I'm Haley Jones. I'm Mandy Jones. And, and this, this is Joneser Side. Hey, welcome back to Jones or Size, episode 41. Yep, yes. yep, yep. We are so excited to have you here with us today. Um, you already know this, but we are on Instagram at Jones or Size Pod, and you're going to find all kinds of fun stuff there. Fun. Fun. Uh, we are the definition it. of fun. <laughs> today is a cross training episode, aka, this is like the Jones or Size book club. Yes, 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 yes. Um, so we're going to be discussing I Am Malala. Um, also, I just want to say this because my sister was like, I don't listen to the cross training episodes. And I was like, excuse me? Really? And we don't think you need to have read the book in order to no. be entertained. That's kind of the whole Have a great conversation. Yeah. You can Let if us you do want. the reading. Yes. You can if you want. Right. Yeah. Jill, you're called out. Okay. Jill's not listening that. <laughs> I know. And she I'm going to tell it. her to listen. She has skipped it. We need to, like, name it something else. I just think it's so funny, you know, because, like, then I have other friend listeners, Mindy, that is like, <laughs> I really just want to listen to your cross-training episodes. <laughs> she's, like, she's skipping, like, The Bachelor Everything, and The yeah, She's like, these fools. <gasps> these fools the Bachelor are about to start anyways. Have you looked them up? No, but I have watched the teasers. I oh. need to look them up. Oh, I've looked them we up. Didn't, we should do a draft again. <laughs> we should do a draft. Okay, if you are not a person, just please. If you don't like that, then just listen. It'll be fun. It'll be good. I it promise. It is fun. I don't know if it'll be good, but it's fun. It is good. <laughs> Anyways, okay. We got to get warm. Although, it sounds like we are a little bit warm already. <laughs> Haley came in feisty and hot today. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Anyways, it's good. It's okay. Good. No, you, I'm, okay, I'm warming up. Okay. I'm get dropping warm. in. Drop it in. Um, so this is silly, but at the end of the school year, yes, like a thing that people do yeah. is get yearbooks. Haven't heard yes? of it. Have not heard of it. Okay. So question. Yeah. Do you have yearbooks from your school years? When I was a teacher or as a kid? As a kid. Um, no. Okay. The fact that you're having to think about it. I think they're, they may be Tells me they're house. not very valuable to you. Yeah. I was an awkward, overweight kid. Yearbook signing day was literally the worst day of my school experience. Cause nobody, you didn't want to ask anyone. Yes. And no one wanted to, so y'all. I was just embarrassed. Cause nobody was signing your book. Well, I just felt awkward to ask people to sign my book. It was the most awkward and traumatic experience. That makes me sad. You're making my warm up really cold. Because <laughs> I You're love a yearbook. <laughs> I have a yearbook from the time I was in kindergarten until I like graduated from college. And I love a yearbook. And I love to pull them out and look. Now, I mean, I do read this stuff, but yeah, I love to just look, look at the through. And, and some, some yearbooks, like no one signed anything. Like we must have gotten it after the end of the year yeah, and, or, or whatever, right. maybe I just, who knows? who knows, who knows, but, um, and so anyway, so the boy, the boys got the yearbooks yeah. and I love to look at them. I mean, I was sitting in the kitchen this morning at like 6 30 AM waiting. on having to get ready to leave. <laughs> and I'm, and I'm looking through his yearbook cause I hadn't seen all of it yet. Cause That's you can't so sit funny. down and you, you know, like anyway, love Is it. Is this part of your Enneagram number? I don't know. Is it? <laughs> I don't know. It, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know. Or is that just, is that really Or maybe sad? I have a cold soul. Or no, maybe it's just really sad. Maybe your life now is, maybe my life now is just not better. No, but, but you I, know all these kids. That, and see, I think that's part of it too. Like I grew up, like I live now where I grew up. Right. So a lot of it is showing them like, oh, this is so-and-so's so yeah, mom yeah, or dad or right. whatever. So anyway, and I love looking at my kids' yearbooks just because I put in pictures, faces with names and. Right. And just seeing who. It's this, just funny. So yeah. anyway, so I'm just a year, I'm just a yearbook. But so I if you need Mandy, she'll be looking at the yearbook. <laughs> I need to take some pictures. The other night, Hutton was out to dinner with some friends and was texting me like, yeah. just, I don't know. I don't know what Whatever. he was doing and so, or snapping me actually. And so every snap I sent back to him, yeah. I sent him a different picture out of my senior yearbook. Cause that's what I was looking at at the time when he right. was snapping me. 
don't know. It's, it's sad. But anyway, and so, and he, I got nothing. I got no response. I got like, oh, ha, ha, that's funny. I got, oh, oh, that's Coach Hicks. I got nothing. I got zero things. I got zero feedback. Now that is an Enneagram. Oh. Like, or, or maybe that's my, um, Lovely or a teenage like words of affirmation oh like, I, I needed him to say yeah, to say something cool mom oh that oh or, that's wow hilarious. yeah or or your or something just something. something but he just was responding back with words that were not so he was not impressed with my humor but anyway anyway okay what's up um okay so i um took your uh your recommendation for in god we lust yes um, jerry Fall, and Jr. it is fascinating have you finished it I have one to go, I think, like okay. one and a half to go. I'm on like halfway through the fifth one. Okay. Yeah. It ra- it, it wraps up pretty as you would expect. Yeah, well, although he's not there anymore. Yeah. They like voted him out. I think when we were talking about it before, before I had finished, we were like, we didn't know. Right. Yeah. No, and I, I didn't Google it. We're 2020 just happening. Okay. And they're like, you know, basically he's like, COVID doesn't exist and all this like other stuff that he said and I'm just like oh gee it is freaking fascinating it's very fascinating and it's just it is a definite like it's an easy okay first of all scripted I don't know how how much I like the scriptedness right. of it like the but written the story, in jokes yes written it's so awkward it's, it's so awkward. she's like yeah Risha <laughs> yeah and you're like what yeah you didn't even need to do that no they really didn't but it did help me i had to drive to oliver springs and i was just listening to that i'm yeah. like oliver springs like do to do it's an easy entertaining it's an easy listen. listen for yeah. sure and they you know they also it's the even the rich okay is that one good oh it's lots of so it's like this that, but, just, but lots of them okay. like kardashians oh, Paris wow. Hilton. okay but jerry Powell jr obviously is a very different he's in his own atmosphere yeah right i'm sure that's why obviously they pull it's it out. also weird thinking about like i have a very good friend who i used to teach with in knoxville she lives in lynchburg now okay so that because that's where liberty university is and so it's interesting to hear that too like about about lynchburg her perspective on it no just them talking about it oh, and like okay. lynchburg and like obviously i've seen liberty because you can't drive into lynchburg and not see it but it's kind of just like oh it kind of i hate i me out hate that town that I hate that he is, that he did, I feel like, give it a bad rap, though. Yeah, I mean, it's a really cool place. Yeah. yeah. And so, I mean, I don't, I never, I never have actually been there, but I know, I know it's several cool. people that have graduated from there and yeah. they're not Jerry Falwell Jr. at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. And so, and Virginia's beautiful. So I kind of hate that he's done this. It, yeah. And I probably just threw Vaseline on that fire because I told everyone to go listen to it. <laughs> but it's just very, um, it's just very interesting. It is very interesting. And what's so crazy is I think what I found so interesting about it is that he had the confidence. I don't even think that's the word. Like the, the, goal, the, the, the audacity, audacity. Yeah. to think that he could, that sh- he and his wife could behave in this manner and nobody like even the people that found out, he just was like, "Yeah, but you're not going to tell anybody." It was almost. It's very, like, it was crazy. Yeah, it's crazy, crazy. how long it went on. Yeah, because it was what because I heard about it in the news and I heard about it in like other like pop culture kind of things. But this right. went on way, way longer, longer than, than I ever knew. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So, but back to like actual real life. Right. Are you warm now? I am pretty warm. I mean, I got my all all American Girl shirt on for Memorial Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Dave. I don't have that on. You're igniting your soul. It's fine. It's good. <laughs> yeah, I do. All American Girl with my All American doggy. <laughs> okay, so we just read I'm a Lala. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to talk a couple or some questions about what we thought about it. What did you think about it overall? Um, I thought it was great. I thought her story is very inspiring mm-hmm. it was a lot of backstory i wasn't anticipating like right. a lot of history and i just kept thinking like at what point the whole time i was like why did you not just leave which i know it's easy for me to say that on the outside but during this whole thing you mean her family her family why yeah. didn't they leave mm-hmm. Which I guess you're just thinking, oh, it's going to get better. It's going to get better. They can't really take us over. And don't you think also they thought that they, 
by leaving was ditching a people and a an important cause, cause yeah. that they felt like they were leading. Yeah. No, I agree. I guess. And that's where it's just like that. I, I just think to myself, like, have I ever like believed in a cause enough to stand up for it, regardless of like my own safety and the safety of your family. Yeah. Cause we're talking right. Family, right. not just you by yourself. So that was like the main thing I was thinking the whole time. So like, this is, this is a required reading for upcoming AP human geography students. Mm -hmm. And so I was reading it almost out of that lens. Yeah. And um, I can now I totally see why it is required reading. Yes. Because it is rich history. Yes. Of that um, region. Yes. And kind of where it came from and the people groups. So um, anyway, so I think for that. I, yeah, I think it's great for that. I yeah. think um, it's very educational. Yeah. And it's very just like makes me feel like I don't have a clue about many things. <laughs> I know, right? You're reading it like, and this is what is happening on the other side of the world. Yes, yes. And it's just interesting to, it always is interesting to hear, like whenever I've been abroad, you, there, you, there's a very negative connotation about Americans. Mm -hmm. And um, it's just yeah. interesting to, when you hear like the story exactly, you can hear why they have that negative connotation <laughs> or whatever. Duke, he feels this too. He, he does. Is, He's so sad. So the book itself is like about this girl, Malala, and basically her dad is a big education advocate for girls. And his and name is? Ziadine. Ziadine. Um, Ziadine, Ziadine. And um, so it's about her kind of story of as a Taliban, Taliban comes into her region in Pakistan, um, how it affects them and education and women. And at one point it's like, Women are totally banned from getting educated, girls at least. And then she ends up getting shot by the, by somebody in the Taliban, and it becomes like this global thing. So that's kind of like the the wide view, super yes, short version of, of the, Malala. Is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so speaking of the dad, yeah. So what? Okay, so what are the roles that her parents, especially her dad, um, when it comes to her? And her upbringing. And if you were her parents, would you have encouraged her to write about all this, speak about all of it? She started speaking out very young. young. So would you have, like, okay, let me, let me answer my own question. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I think that we, we are, we are all, yeah, especially at that age, very much. I mean, our main influencer is our parents. Right. And so it doesn't surprise me at all. Right. That she found education to be important. Yeah. I mean, because that's, right. that's all what she... Her, yeah, that's her universe, basically. That yeah, that's all that she knew, right. really. And um, and I think that the reason why she was so passionate is because he was so passionate. And I think that if your parents are giving you the okay yeah. to be passionate about something, right. then I think that makes you even more, more... It validates all of that more and more and more and more. Right. And since she did start doing this at such an early age, I mean, it, it didn't surprise me at all. Especially, it was a lot of background, but that's the only way I think you could understand the story and where the history she, of it, and, and where she her point right, of view. Right. Well, and her dad, it wasn't even like they were doing it for a cause. No, it was like this is a way of life. You will be educated, mm -hmm. and so it wasn't even like she was speaking out against like. Do you know what I'm saying? It was like she was raised that she was going to be educated. Right. And so her, because of that, and then she realized like, oh, other people don't have this or whatever. Like she already had the permission from her parents that, yes, you're going to get an education. Mm -hmm. You're a girl and that's fine. Like you're going to be educated or whatever. And so I think she already had the permission just to, just to live a certain way, not even to be an advocate per se. Right. You know? So, yeah. yeah. It's almost like at first she didn't know what she didn't know. Yeah. Which that was my takeaway the whole time. Yeah. Is that I think I take for granted mm -hmm. and I don't even know. Mm -hmm. You know, there's things I take for granted that I don't even know that I should, that, you know. Yeah. You know that whole. You don't know that you're taking it for granted because. I don't really even know that it's a luxury. Right. And I think she, that's where she was at, at right. the beginning. Right. It's like, oh, of course I'm getting an education and I'm a girl. It's fine. It's what you do. Right. So, yeah. Um, okay. So. 
So Malala has said that despite the Taliban's restrictions against girls and women, she remains a proud believer. Would you, could you maintain your faith given the same restrictions? Yeah, I mean, I feel like what's the point of faith otherwise? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, what else do you have to hold on to? Like, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and especially because the that was not she was not part of the taliban right and they're how they were like saying god was is not in alignment with her understanding and her faith of who god was yeah her god was and who she who she had a relationship right so yeah no i i mean i think it's more just a test not a test but more of like you being confident in your faith versus like someone else telling you right some whack crap about yeah yeah. yeah. And I also think that um, until you're really pushed to make a decision, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. I think it would be easy to say kind of what you're saying, like, why would they just leave? You know, yeah. it's kind of like but right. when you're pushed into a into a wall. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's like this asterisk next to this question. Did you? Oh, I, I read it, but I didn't. P- but basically. And what it was saying. It was saying that, that yeah, the, the her faith does not align with what the Taliban were saying. And, and that is not yeah. what the Quran says. Right. And all right. of that. Like they're ba- basically. Basically the Taliban is full of crap. Yeah. <laughs> they took the sex of the, that they wanted. Yes. And they just expanded it to, you know. Right. Make it like a cult essentially. So, yes. Um, they took that. They took extreme fundamentalism, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Not that that happens at all in any other religion <laughs> or, or community. Never noticed never, that. Never, never noticed that. Um, okay. Let's talk about the reaction of the international community after Malala's shooting. Has the outrage made a difference and has it had any effect? I mean, we're reading this story because, like, we know her story because it happened. And I didn't know at the time it happened. I didn't either. Were we too, were, um, you would have been too young. When was it? 2013, wasn't it? Or So that was when I was, I would have just been, which is interesting that I didn't know this was going on because mm-hmm. I literally just finished a master's in international development. Like I had been working in Liberia and Ethiopia. Like I was very ingrained in what was happening internationally. And I may or may not have been interviewing with the CIA, fun fact. And, um, oh, wait, it was published in 2013. So whenever, when did it happen? When did she get Why shot? don't we know this? We should know this, but I'm looking it up right now. Anyway, you keep talking. Or was it, anyway, so, yeah, which we didn't, it's funny, then this would have happened too when I was getting my master's in international development. So I didn't know about it at the time. I mean, obviously, I think because of her story, like it, it makes, we now know the story. So I do think it has have, had have a, has had a global impact for sure. Um, I think it's very interesting that she was able to almost get that famous before being shot, because you would have thought that she would have oh, gotten shot way before this. Well, I, the reason why she was shot is because she was so famous. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I'm just thinking she was already speaking out. She was already like doing all this stuff. You know I, and what I mean? Yes. I mean, so it's almost crazy that it didn't happen sooner. 2012. 2012. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I didn't know this was going on at Mm-mm. all. No. Now I knew the stuff about like the UN and like all that stuff, but I didn't really, I didn't. Well, it's almost like it got um, uh, just lost in the shuffle because during that time. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Really since 2001. Right. I feel like we are just in a constant <laughs> yeah. disaster. Right. Yeah. You know, and things that are going Well, on. and I think also, too, I just wonder, like, wh- wh- I, th- I feel like by the time we get the story of what's happening in the Middle East, it's like, a, it's like playing telephone. Yeah. It's a totally other story. <laughs> no, I think you're probably right. <laughs> For, like, a bunch of different reasons. And so, you know what I'm saying? I, like, well, I think they want to scrub it down. Well, and, and sometimes. Yeah, and also, like, when you, when she was just talking about, like, the pa- like Pakistani culture, their culture as a people versus like the Taliban. Taliban. We don't have any of that concept of like that culture versus mm-hmm. Taliban. No. Like we don't, ha- we don't, not that I don't separate, you know, pa- people in Pakistan or whatever from people that are in the Taliban. But when I, when I think of the Middle East, I think of ISIS and I think of the Taliban. 
Right. Which is not right because yeah. they took over <laughs> Pakistan. You know what I mean? And so it's the just Pakistani interesting. people are truly yeah. held right. prisoner. Right. Well, what I thought was really interesting is that the dad, there were conspiracy theories saying that the fact that he hadn't been shut up or harmed, right. that he must be like a bad One guy. One of them or, yeah. I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. And that shows you right there of the insane unrest and how yeah. they would just get rid of people just yeah if they were not saying what they believed with the Taliban. Right. I, I, that that was shocking to me yeah to think like oh there you must be looped in if you're not dead <laughs> yeah you must be right yeah and then how they like her driver of the bus is under house arrest yes <laughs> i'm with us like it just it's freaking crazy it it's, is crazy but that's how they get control i mean they just come in infiltrate and you better do what they say yeah we're gonna get shot just fear just total fear yeah um how does malala malala just describe the effect of the growing taliban presence in her re region talk about the rules they impose on the citizen in the swat valley what was life like well that's kind of what we're talking yeah. about i mean i mean just, yeah basically you can't do anything and then it was interesting to her to hear her talk about burqas Oh, and like yeah. not wanting to wear them and it just it's just all this like cultural stuff that i just never knew was separate from i just didn't realize i just didn't know that it probably sounds ignorant but i didn't know you mean you mean you thought that it was all the same well i just didn't realize that the taliban i didn't know that the taliban were imposing burqas on women i didn't know that okay 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 do you yeah. know what i'm saying yeah and you thought her, that was I thought that was culturally what they did, which okay. is not correct at all. Okay. I see what you're saying. And I was just like, oh my gosh, it's just, that's just crazy. I guess what, are, are, okay, let me make sure I'm understanding what you're yeah. saying. You're saying you thought Muslims required the covering of the face. Yeah. And the whole burqa situation. Okay. But it's actually the Taliban that did that. Yeah. And well, and I don't even know if I thought it was a Muslim thing. I just thought it was a cultural, that's what they wore, burqas. Okay. 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 Yeah. But that's not true. You know well, what I mean? And I think there's even within that, there's even more strict. Yes. Like there's some women that can't even see your eyes. Yeah. I mean, there's some. Right. It gets really, really intense. Yeah. And then just how they were like saying no, no education for girls. You can't have schools. The girls can't go to school. The women can't. Oh my gosh. How the women couldn't go out in public without a, a, man? Man, a man that was their family member. And, or get permission. Like, like the aunt and they that would have to bring a four-year-old son with him or something. Yeah, I'm like what? Wasn't because wasn't her aunt wanted to go to the the beach or the ocean? Yes, and was and never allowed. Never allowed. And lived like right there. Yes, crazy. It is crazy. Anyways, it is crazy. Um, and that's again. That's what I'm just thinking. What would I do in that situation? I hope I never have to be in this situation. But, like, at what point do you leave? Well, but where do you go? I mean, I don't know. And then I was thinking about, like, you know, internationally displaced people, people that have are, like, have to leave the country. I mean, it's not like their options are great. Those camps are horrible. Refugee camps. Yes, horrible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then you're like, is that a better alternative? I mean, in some ways, yes. In some ways, no. Mm-hmm. And then I would just thought that was fascinating about like the Pakistani culture was like a lot of them did not have to go into a camp for displaced people because they were taken in by family members and all that. And I thought that was like amazing because a lot of that's Best just case scenario. Tell, well, it just tells you again about their culture of like, we're going to take you in before you have to go to. Yeah. So what do you think can be done about female education in the Middle East and places like Pakistan? I mean, I think, like, you know, I think it t takes, like, international pressure for sure, which I think is what was kind of coming out is that, you know, uh, they were saying that, uh, well, first of all, can we just say something I thought was very interesting? He, at one point, he said, this is kind of a left turn, but he, they ha he had a thousand um, students in the school with 70 teachers. I was like, well, they're doing that right, at least. Yeah. That's a really good student-to-teacher ratio. ratio. I was like, they need to keep that ratio going. Do you, 
That is that, that yeah, that is true. That's a very good ratio. ratio. I was like, okay. Like they need to keep that happening. They need to keep that happening. Right. But I and think I think it's an I think it's an international pressure thing. I mean, I I I feel like I don't but I don't know what you do about the Taliban. I mean, I don't know. Hasn't that proven to be almost an impossible endeavor? Yeah. Well, I do feel like you, what you're saying is correct about what the information we get by the time we get it. It's like a game right, of telephone. Right. Because really, if anything, this whole story, while it was about Malala's life, it just told me that I need to educate myself more on really what's happening in the world. Right. Instead of being in my bubble of yearbooks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And so it made me feel very... um like, no wonder people hate Americans. Yeah. You know, like we're living in this, like even, like even the most, um, you know, dire situations. Right. I mean, what do we do? We make sure they, they go to school. Right. The kids go to school. Right. Right. I mean. Right. And I don't know, I guess, because I can get on my, I mean, both of us, I know, can get on our high horse about, you know. You know, education, education blah, blah, and, ke- and keeping right. people educated and all of that. And it's kind of like if um, the people that we were educating, like children or even college age, yeah. got that it is really a privilege. It's right. not a right. It's not like a human right. 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 Then I think that, I don't know. Well, Which is not think, answering the question yeah. about how to fix it over there. I guess I'm just saying, I just feel like you can't. You can't fix it, can't be fixed until people acknowledge that it is an actual legitimate problem, right? And a scary problem. problem. Well, and I think, like, you know, to your point, like, I would say education is a human right. I think that people deserve to be educated, right? But then when you clash that with culture, right? And then when you have a a, a religious left or right, whatever you want to call it, that's like anti women. Mm-hmm. getting educated it makes it very difficult and then because then you're questioning you're not you're not questioning human rights then it becomes a question of what's right about god and then it becomes like a religious problem a religious problem yeah and so it's hard because it, that's where you know there will be tons of billions and billions of dollars of aid from the US mm-hmm. from you know yeah, countries right. in Europe like other China etc but like culturally if that's a misfit, then that's imposing something. And so it's it's a weird situation because we have all these stuff about human rights and we have all this like, we need to, you know, give money to blah, blah, blah. But then when those countries don't do those things, then you have sanctions against them and then it becomes a whole other problem. Right. So it's, it's just like a, how do you, it's a tough thing because culturally, if you have people in your culture that think it's wrong for women to be educated, then how are you going to just dumping in money right. going to change that? Right. And then you also don't want to be bringing in a bunch of um, like NGOs, which was funny in this book. She was like, NGOs have a horrible, horrible name, which they have a horrible name. Like a lot of countries, like non-governmental organizations right. or whatever that dump all this money in and all these people come in to save these countries mm-hmm. that are so culturally unaware mm-hmm. that it's just like, what are we doing here? Because even when I was in uh, Tanzania, like the girls did not go to school after like age 12 or something. Right. And that is culturally what they do. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I can also look at it and be like, why aren't we educating them? Do you know what I'm saying? No, I do. Know so it's saying. a whole, that's it's, why we need voices like her. Cause she's from there and her voice is, she knows the culture. She knows what's right. You know? So it's like, how do you almost like, how do you make those voices louder in a sense? Well, it's kind of like when, you know, with like mission work, for example, like Christian mission work, Yeah, people that just go in and give a bunch of food or give a bunch of money or paint or Or Bible school or or whatever. whatever. And then bounce. Yes. That's done literally no things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. that doesn't except that that's to me is like experiential tourism. It's like religious tourism because the people that are going going on those mission trips are getting a lot from it. But the people who are imposed right. 
now, on it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Those people are getting nothing. Those, out of it. those <laughs> kinds of trips are for the people from the United States yes. or from Europe or wherever the Christians right. are from going. Right. That's for them. It's not for the people yes. that they're going to serve. Yeah. And I think that's a, and I think that's kind of what you're saying here. Yeah. You know, it's like, you have to know your audience. Right. And you can't expect to change a culture. Right. And so that's why I think this book probably is very important or just not necessarily the book, but her story, you know, there's more of them. Oh, we just know about yeah, hers, we just know about her. you know, because of what happened. To right. Her. Yeah. It is. It is so crazy. Well, and it's complicated. It's yeah. not as simple as being like, why aren't they educated? It's no way deeper than that. Yeah. Because the, I think we, I think any Western state would say they need to be educated. Like that's right. not even a question. Well, and like, it's funny because, um, I got my international development like degree because I was very engaged in this kind of talk. Like, how do I support countries? Like, how can I, you know, do good things? And then in that process, I ended up not working internationally because I realized like our development problem is our own education system. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's like, we're educated, but it's a different way. Mm-hmm. And it's a different, whole different thing. And so that's why I think it's so important for like Malala or whoever, wherever they're from to have a voice and be like, this is like what we need to do in our culture, in our country, in our, this is how, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not being imposed. So anyways, yeah, it's complicated. When you make somebody do something. Yeah. I very rarely. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So Malala's family now is in Birmingham, England. Have you ever been uprooted in your life? What happened and how did you adapt? How did that experience shape your worldview? Um, have I been uprooted? Not like this. Not like, I mean, I definitely didn't get shot and then had to no, go to a hospital right. outside of the country. Yeah. No. Well, I established early on in this conversation. I've yeah. not been uprooted. Yeah. No. Well, and uh, it's interesting. That's the whole thing I was thinking of. Like, she eventually was forced to leave. But on, you know, like not mm-hmm. on her own terms. And it was just interesting. I'm just, I just can't, I just keep thinking through that question of at what point do you say, I'm out. We've done everything we can do. We got to go. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, that, yeah. And I do think that is just a point that, that is a question of how, like, where is passion over safety and, like, what, how important is mar- being a martyr? Right. Like, I mean, I have a, I have a friend in college. I mean, they were from Romania and her family, they just left. Like, overnight, they were out. Mm-hmm. And her dad almost got, like, killed over it. Like, all this right. crazy stuff. And I'm just thinking, now she's thriving. Like, her, their family's here and all that. But, I mean, I just don't. It's just so interesting to think, at what point do you leave? But, anyways, yeah. She was also a little girl. But you're saying yeah. the dad, why didn't he leave? Yeah. Well, I mean, she, yeah, she didn't have a choice, but, mm-hmm. and I understand the dad was, and I think probably now it's good that they didn't. I'm just mm-hmm. thinking, had, had I, like, had I been a mom with kids? I also, obviously they were very religious people and right. I think they did try to seek what God wanted them to do. Yeah. And so right. I think that also plays in a really huge, that plays in a really big role, even in like, obviously these are really big life experiences. Like even in my own life yeah. that are very small yeah. experiences, that's, I think that's why sometimes that's really kind of the only answer. Right. Well, I've not done it because either I am doing it because I feel like God wants me to, right. or I'm not doing it because I feel like God doesn't want me to. Well, and it's funny that I'm like asking this question because I've been to, I've been in refugee camps. Like I've seen what that is like and it's not good. Right. So it's just like, and I've seen this way, like internationally, internally displaced people. I've seen all of that. So I'm just like, God, like, it's just thinking like, what would you do? Anyways, I just, I can't get over that question. Anyways. Well, no, I think it's, yeah. Okay. Malala is known for her passion for education and women's rights. How does her passion for education shape her life? Do you have a particular cause that you care deeply about? I don't think I do. And I wish I did. I mean, I care about education, but I left education because I was so angry about it. And maybe I'll, maybe I'll do, maybe I'll go be on a school board. Maybe, I don't know. 
But like my whole thing was like, I'm going to change the face of education. I'm going to do this. I'm going to be a superintendent. Da, 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 da. And now when I think about it, I'm just like, I don't want to be that angry because it just made me angry. You know what I mean? Like your passion turned to anger. Yeah. And it just, not that it was, uh, not that it was like, un. it was like, it was misdirected, I guess. I don't know. I just feel like that problem is so big that it it's going to take everyone to be on the page, not just yeah. like everybody's going to have to be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh -huh. And it's going to, you know, so I don't know. I wish I, ha I, not that, I don't know, not I wish, but, like, I want to do good things in the world, but at the same time, it's like, I don't know that I have a cause where I'm just like, I would die for this You're or just going to die for it at the yeah. end of the day. Do you? Um, I've, I'm, I've always been very passionate about, like, homeless, less unfortunate, like, less fortunate. Yeah. Not necessarily straight home. I mean, because I don't want to say just that, but just those children that are at school and I know they haven't had breakfast. Yeah. And we're expecting them to do all the things. Right, right. And then um, homeless uh, families that aren't homeless because they are, have, you know, I think there's, there's, folks that obviously if you're if you're in a homeless situation you obviously are in a string of you know bad either circumstances decisions you know one thing doesn't necessarily make you homeless right. it has to be right. a string of it right and i think i feel i have a heart for those that those things have happened kind of out of their control right and so it and I it just I wish that and I and I do we do are supportive of those organizations that help those families and I think it's kind of like education it's like the further you know the deeper you get into right. all of that and then you kind of um the, the system right of how it kind of works right I get frustrated with that yeah. you know right so I, I but again though I'm not. I guess I'm not passionate enough to like run for office or, right. you know, start working for an organization. Right. I just feel like, you know, those kinds of things. I just have a, I have a heart for kids that are in those situations really. Right. And there's lots of great things you can do to help. I mean, right. there's yeah. kids hope there's family promise, there's missions in your area or whatever. I mean, and, and I, you know, I think those are all really important and, I am involved, but I don't know. I just can't imagine being, I don't know. In that sort of position. Well, like you were saying before, I mean, right. it's like, I think what you were saying is I wish I was more, you stopped yourself. But I think what you were trying, you, what you're saying is I wish that I was more passionate or I wish that yeah. I had it in me or whatever. Yeah. And the thing is, is that I do too. But it's not a wish. If we wanted to, we, right. we could do it. So it's yeah. very convicting. Well, mine is, what is I'm more saying. just like, I don't know what to do in a sense. And maybe that's an excuse. Right. Um, like you feel like it's, oh, it's so big. I can't do this. Well, like I used to have a podcast about this. I started a whole like consulting organization over this. Yeah. And like, I just, it wasn't the right energy or timing. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And mm -hmm. so, um, like, I think these kind of issues take a literal like army of people. And I don't mean army in a violent sense. I mean like every, it's like we need everyone to be working towards the problem. Like, like everybody movement. voices, everyone's voice mm -hmm. matters. And mm -hmm. so, yeah. yeah, I know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, would you, did you leave this story, the Malala story feeling like inspired or did you feel it leaving convicted or did you feel it leaving like, holy cow, I had no idea. Like, like what's your overall, um, like, if you had to just do a couple of words. My overall is really more just like, just remember like, uh, this is so cliche, but you know, it's like, we don't know. Every, we don't know people's story and just remember that I think people for the most part are doing the best they can with what they have and whether that's do you know what I'm saying I, I think, think I yeah I, I I think I just, everybody has a story yeah 
And, uh, you know, because her story is obviously, like, very intense. But even just thinking about, like, people in the Middle East, it's like, I know nothing about right. that culture, yeah. about yeah. any of that. And so... So extend some grace is what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. And, well, yeah, and just chill. You don't know what people are going through. No. No, you don't. Not even on the daily that you run into at the grocery store. Yeah. Yeah. Or who's ever checking you out. Yeah. I think I feel I came away with that and also just feeling truly just very convicted of like what you just said. Yeah. You know, like assuming we know stuff or the luxuries that I do have. You know, I don't know. Sometimes I just feel like a, you know, my mom used to call us my sisters and I, Maribel snobs, like that's what she would call us. Yeah. And she was like, you know, and that's how, I, that's how I felt the whole time. Yeah. Just, that's how I felt. Yeah, I mean, like so it's a terrible snob. Yeah. You know, like I just, you know, she was like, I refuse to raise one of those. Like, that's how she was, you know, we're not going to do this. Yeah. And so, and I kind of felt like that the whole time. Like, I really do try to educate myself, but no, no, no. Like, you know, I didn't know. Right. I don't know. I just, that's how, I, that's how I left feeling. Just, it's a very inspirational story. Yes. What do you think like Malala would want us to, like, what do you think Malala would want us to take away? I think she would want us to take away that this is an actual, you know, to do, I think that's why she spent so much time setting us up. Yeah. To let us understand why she had context, left. yeah, and what you know, and I think she also wants us to know that there are there are hundreds, thousands, however, I don't know, large groups of people, right, that do believe that girls should be educated, right. you know, and there's there's, and I think maybe just to say, you know, this is this is who I am, right. and I'm not alone, right. You know, she's not on an island. Right. She just had the, I guess it was just her truly what God chose her path to do to become famous. I'm doing air quotes. Yeah. And then have this happen to her. So then it's more of a spotlight. Right. Yeah. Because, I mean, I'm sure there's children that, I mean, there's obviously people get shot all the time and they survive and they don't write a book about it because no one would have cared. Right. She already was on a path of right. change. That's yeah. what I think. I don't know. What do you think? Do you think that she wrote it to be like, so now go and. Well, I think that, um, like, I just look at it and think, what's our version of this in the U.S.? Like, what's our, what are we doing? Because I feel like every, like, it's a very different context. Mm -hmm. We have a very different culture. Like, what are the things that we are blind to, that we should not be blind to, that we should be standing up question. for in our own right. That's a good neighborhood, question. in our own country, or whatever? Mm -hmm. Like, um, like, what are those things for us? Do you know what I'm saying? No, I so, think that's, yeah, yeah, that's a very good question. And I don't, like, I mean, I could name some things. But I had to think just a little bit more, like, what is that really? Like, what should my voice be for? Right. What is going on? Because I do think we have women's issues, but it's, I don't think it's an education thing per se. I think, I mean, I think there's other things like right. related to women, but it's not to this, this extreme, you know? So, yeah. Cause I think it goes back to that question. Originally, you don't know what you don't know. So right. What do we not know? Right. What needs to be revealed? What, what can you. Right. And we, are there things like I'm choosing to turn mm -hmm. a blind eye to, to not like, deal with or not support. Right. Yeah. So no, yeah. I think that's a good question. Yeah. Um, is that what they talk about when what you just said is, you know, when people are like, um, I don't know, canceled. Oh, or, like cancel culture. Yes. Yeah. And then they say, well, we're going to come back. I'm going to do the work and come back and tell you, you know what I mean? Like, well, like I Chris think, Harrison yeah. is taking a sabbatical from the bachelor right? because he's going to air quotes, do the work right. to be able to figure out what it was about him being, you know, right. to ha being, I don't know, saying racist things or whatever right. he did that was wrong. Yeah. Do you think that's like what the work is? Is like you are asking yourself, like, what am I blind to? What am I not looking at? Uh, I mean, I, I guess. What do you think he is w doing the work? Well, I think that we... I think that we have a problem being candid and it, it cannot be, we are not good about having actual real conversations. 
We as an American easier. Yeah. It's easier to say, Oh my gosh, I can't believe you said that. Or how didn't you know? Well, we don't know because we're not having conversations with each other. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think the work or whatever that is would be to have conversations conversations with each other rather than it be like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe this. Or I can't believe that. Or how dare you or blah, blah, blah. Everyone's so offended. Yeah. Whichever way you look at it, it's like every, everyone is on edge. Everyone Mm -hmm. is heightened. Everyone is. But if we would actually step back and be like, okay, now I, I do believe that there are, are, that we have a lot of work to do around like racism and all this for sure. But I think we are. But you're like, saying what the work is, though, instead of being like, I'm done with you, I've canceled you. Right. The work is actually, let me t- explain to you. Right. Let me give you right. some actual examples. Let me tell you why this is right. offensive. Right. Let me educate you on so right. why what you just said hurt my feelings. Like, right. Let's have, have a, a conversation. Two-way. This is why what you said is inappropriate. Right. <laughs> and what you said implies blah, right. blah, blah, or whatever. I right. mean, I don't know. I, I, yeah. Yeah. I just, I don't know, when you were saying that, I was thinking, is that the work? Anyway, I just, I keep But I think it's so stupid. Like, we're like sometimes we want to silence voices that are, like, ignorant or don't know, which I think some people do need to be silenced. But just by canceling or silencing, then you totally avoid any conversation. There's no learning. Yeah, Yeah, it's. There's no compassion. There's no grace. There's no figuring out. Because then don't you, isn't the whole idea then for them not to do that again and understand why and move on. Right. And then for other people to learn also right. why that was inappropriate. Right. right. But just by canceling it, it's like, wait a minute. Yeah. What did, who got what out of that? Nobody. Now I do. The person that canceled Unless it. it's grossly insane, then cancel the person. I'm with that. But like stuff that you're just like, wait, hold on. Now what now is, I don't know. Yeah. I don't but know. But who makes what the call What do I know? The- who makes the call on the what now? You know what I mean? That's <laughs> yeah. the problem. So. Yeah. All right. So our next cross training will be the first Friday in July, July 2nd. And it is going to be a little more lighthearted. Yes. Uh, so we're doing The Secret History of Wonder Woman by Jill Lepore. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, yay. It's going to be great. I know. We might have to dress up in Wonder Woman apparel. <gasps> um, OMG. That'll be fun. So if you did read um, Malala, or now if you want to read it, do and hit us up and tell us what you think about it. Yes. Uh, um, but anyway, The Secret History of Wonder Woman by Jill Lepore. That's what we're going to read uh, next. So, and apparently, neither one of us have read this, but mm-mm. apparently there's some, it kind of gives us the background of where the comic book character how she came about because there is a real life person that she's based off of. Which is so cool. Yeah. Did you know that? No. I didn't know that either. So anyway, no. we'll find out. No, I did not. All right. <laughs> so what are you finishing with? Okay. I'm finishing with another Netflix special. Oh, yay. Docu-series, okay. as you will. Okay, okay, okay. You don't know this because I changed it. I know. I just it's looked called, down and it was different. It's, it's different. called Pick of the Litter. Is it about a puppy? It's about... Wait for it. Okay. Guide dogs. From when they're born to when they get placed. Wow. You will be crying. Of course I will be. You will be all the heartstrings. You have to watch it. Okay. Pick of the litter. Pick of the litter. Is it, is it multiple episodes? It's just, just one documentary? One. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I like and it's it. literally like the first scene is they're being born. Aww. And then you follow this one litter. What kind of puppies are they? They're labs. Oh, of course they are. O-M-G. You are going to die. So you have to watch it. And you're just watching this like you're just rooting for them. Like, come on, puppet. Come on. Just hold them back from the car. Don't step in front of the car. You can pass this test. Oh. <laughs> it is fascinating. How old are they when they start? Like Day two? Day three? They expose them to all. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, wow. And literally, the stats are like typically like one from a litter usually makes it. And then this litter. Oh. oh, I probably shouldn't tell you, but pick of the litter. Yeah, it is okay. so good. Okay, good. I'm down. Well, my finisher is not as attainable because you can't just pull it up on the Netflix. <laughs> but my Brace sister, yourself. Yeah, my sister and her family just got back from vacation. They went to Yosemite National Park. So cool. And we have been there before a few years ago. Loved it. I think I talked about it in our last episode. I think you did too. But... Can y'all tell? Yes, because yes. I'm literally at a natural high back in the <laughs> National Park, 
And all I'm saying is everybody talks about Yellowstone. Everybody talks about Jackson Hole. Yeah. Everybody talks about, you know, the California coast or whatever. The, the Grand Canyon, you know, Colorado, whatever. Yeah. All those things are great. Yeah. And I, they're fun and I love them and they're wonderful. Yeah. But Yosemite, I mean. It's it, the best. Have you been? No. There's, it is just. I want to go bad. I love it. I just love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. It's beautiful. There's hard hikes. There's easy hikes. There's water. There's mountains. There's lush. There's desert. There's plains. There's, it's wonderful. Grizzly anyway, bears. They have grizzly bears in Yosemite? I feel certain. They've got all the things. Mm -hmm. But anyway, and it's just beautiful. And it just almost feels like, it almost feels like, um, like a fossil. I know oh. that sounds crazy, but it's so, cool. but it's when you're looking at it, yeah. like when you kind of step back, there's all these different like glacier views and tunnel views and all these different you yeah. know, views. And when you are looking at the, the, the main Valley, yeah, it feels like you are watch. you have literally just witnessed like prehistoric times. Oh, wow. Cause you can see how how the rocks moved and there's the valley it's just anyway so, cool. so anyway do it or just watch it let me book my plane ticket right now rocket just watch a documentary on yosemite anyway that's, i don't I know just, if that's really the kind of thing i like watching yeah <laughs> i'd rather watch pick of the litter oh my gosh yeah. you gotta watch it. but anyway so that was a not necessarily attainable but if you're planning a vacation for the next couple of years and you got you're saying time, yosemite is a good one yosemite is a good one yep and I have talked about that a lot. I'm sorry. Don't apologize. Girl. All right. Is, is that, that everything? We have? Um, I think it is. Okay. All right. Well, that's all for Jones's sizes. sizes.